this over the top. Boom! Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 143. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're going to do the best of the rest with Throne of Eldraine. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole tons going down. We're back again for the second day in a row. We're going to run down all the other, not all the other, but some of the other cool cards that are coming out in Throne of Eldraine. Run down the ones that we're thinking about playing, the ones that we think the members of CCO Nation might want to take a second look at if they haven't already. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot of other thrill chills and spills along the way. But before we get to any of that... (laughs) Thrill chills and spills! Yeah, dude. Cut a sick wrestling promo. One of us might fall down. We don't know. Yeah. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official sponsor, face-to-facegames.com. They're Canada's biggest magic store. Very much so. And if you're a savvy and keen listener... You'll know that yesterday we didn't do any of our giveaways for the end of the arc of Remember When It Was Good. Dump, dump, dump. I wish did I had you, that sound Did you effect. say dump, dump, dumb? No. You kind of did. That that's was just, weird. That's just how my underbite makes me sound, right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told me I had an underbite the other day, and I was like, yeah? What are you, perfect? <laughs> <laughs> then I suplexed him off the roof. <laughs> what were we talking about yesterday? The Googleplex? Oh, Googleplex. Is, yeah, I'm, when they drop something and they search for, then they're searching for it on the floor and you suplex them when they're <laughs> bent over. <laughs> oh, that's oh, the best thing. So good. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, we talked about most of our stuff yesterday. We ran down all of our new merch, all of our new stuff. Check out the first part of the set review if you want to hit all of that. There's lots of exciting stuff coming. We talked about t-shirts and pricing and how to get them. So if you're interested in having a super sick CCO t-shirt... Check out commandercookout.com slash store. There it is. Stickers, t-shirts, and future merch. Yes, there's more things in the pile. I know we keep promising that, but it turns out this is way harder than we had thought and takes a little bit more time to get wheels greased and moving, but we'll we'll update you as we have updates oh, to give yeah, you. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I love a good greasy wheel. They get the grease, and they move better. They're Squeak, not squeaky. Squeaky wheels get squeaky the grease. Squeaky wheels get grease. I just want to grease up already greasy wheels. Ooh. Don't Google that. No. No, no, no. So pulling back the curtain a little bit. Okay. We so wanted to put don't Google that on some of our merch. Yes. But we really didn't want to run into any other trouble. No. <laughs> I we... was. I even did some research on like trademarks and, and copyright law and blah 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 and if i didn't put a, a like an uppercase g if i just used the if i spelt it wrong like <laughs> sorry cco nation you're going to continue to just hear us say don't google that yes because we can use the word google we just can't sell it we just can't print it and sell it <laughs> so we probably could we're not using their font and well, they can sue you if you use their font they can sue you if you don't use their font it's just damn it there is some there is, and this is off topic, but there is some copyright law where things become victims of sort of a, they call it like the thermos law, where thermos is a brand name, but everybody just calls something that keeps your drink warm a thermos. Or Band-Aid or Kleenex. Yes. Yep. So there Q-tip. is there is some portion of copyright law that allows for things that just have generalized the the name because they're synonymous with what the product is. Charmin. So when you when you search something online, that's called Googling it. Yes. And we can say that because there's not really any protection for the word Google because of its generalness. It's not like we're singing happy birthday. That actually lost its um, its copyright a couple of years ago. You can actually use happy birthday now. 
You but can I, sing that. I remember a couple of years ago here at the station where somebody got in trouble for singing happy birthday to their kid. <laughs> to their kid. That's oh, real. No. That is real life. It's like, oh my God. I oh, can't believe. Man. Like, this is the this is the hill that lawsuit could have been filed on. Is this guy singing happy birthday to his kid? Wow. This isn't copyright infringement podcast. CCO. <laughs> <laughs> copyright infringement cookout podcast. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got it. This is Throne of Eldraine Best of the Rest Review Podcast. And boy, howdy, are there some good cards, some good giveaways randomly sprinkled into the show. Hell yeah. And where are we starting? We're going to start with the Planeswalkers because they're up on my screen. We ran out of time in the legendary review to hit up the planeswalkers because we were complaining about <laughs> complaining about the brawl manders having too many abilities. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops! Oops! Well, it's wizard's fault, not ours. Okay, we got good guy Garrick. Let's just go right into it. He, he is good guy Garrick yeah. now, according to the story. Good guy Garrick, cursed huntsman. I guess that would make him the huntsman, hey? He's just regular huntsman now. Yeah, they they it was a misprint. Super valuable now. He is a five mana walker for. Golgari 4 with 0, create 2 black and green wolf creature tokens with, when this creature dies, put a loyalty counter on each Garrick you control. Each. Very cool. Minus 3, destroy target creature, draw card. Because they tack on draw card to everything else. Yeah, why why not, not tack it on to your P-dubs too? Why not do both? And then minus 6, you get an emblem with creatures you control, get plus 3, plus 3, and have trample. This is a great planeswalker. This is a good planeswalker. Notably, no way to up his loyalty unless those wolves die but you're zeroing him to make two defenders that you are going to just use to defend yes because they're going to uptick Garrick in your Garrick tribal deck yeah hashtag Garrick for president sure hashtag Garrick for Canadian prime minister that's, yeah that's, that's a thing for us right now everybody yeah that'd be cool yeah but I, I like this card I think it's neat if I get one I'll play it I don't know if I'll track one down but I I would definitely play this if I had one hey hashtag super packs it's happening <laughs> all right Next up, do we want to do the Planeswalker deck one? Or do we just pretend he doesn't exist because his art sucks and he sucks and it just sucks? Yeah, everybody's toting on Oko for being super fit and like representation and him not like whatever. His abs aren't that nice, people. Yeah, he's and not he, Finn Balor. He's yeah, he probably not. does like too much ab exercises, so his posture's a little bit wonky. Like, F that guy. Let's move to the real one. Yeah, dude. I'm going to call him Orko. From He-Man? Yeah, I remember Orko. If you don't paint an Orko on this card at some point, you're cut from the team. I will fire you. I'm going back to it. Hashtag super packs. Maybe we'll get a foil one. <laughs> Orko Thief of Crowns is a four loyalty planeswalker for Simic 1. He has plus two. Create a food token. Ryan, tell him what a food token does Food token. Artifact slash. It's a food token. It's it's a, That's its type. Two mana. Sacrifice it. Gain three life. We call them shitty clues. Yes, or just foods because that's how wizards you just you just make a food yes that's how they that's how they chose to kind of word that make a food <laughs> i actually like that i'm fine with it yeah. i did a frighten uh yeah that works it's fine yeah next ability this is the one that i'm pumped about and why i want to play this card plus one target artifact or creature loses all abilities and becomes a green elk creature with base power and toughness three three so we're going to talk about that one in a minute we're going to unpack that a little bit let's go read the next one minus five exchange control of target artifact or creature you control and target creature and opponent controls with power three or less so you could plus them to food you could plus them to make a three three and then you could minus him to to steal their guy Yes. 
but it's only their little guy. Yes. So that minus isn't that powerful. The create a food for plus two is marginal at best. Yep. If you're playing the food deck, that's fine. If you're not playing anything else that gives a shit about food, you don't give a shit about food. Yeah, because gaining three life is just so nothing, right? You you waste a Planeswalker activation and two mana, and you gain three life. Three mana. Oh, two mana for the food. Yeah, yeah two mana to, for the To food. sack the food. That's right. The plus one, though. Get this. Good lord. You're in Simic colors, blue-green. Three mana, sorcery speed beast within. Is that good? Yeah. Three mana, sorcery speed beast within that if they attack, you don't get another one of. If they don't attack, you get another one. You yeah. might you might actually get two because if they attack you with the 3-3 three, three that you gave them, your your Oko is still at... Two. Uh, he's still at two. Yeah, and then you put... Yeah, like it, it's super Two good. beast withins at sorcery speed? Is that good? Yes. It gets rid of the most threatening thing. And if you... Get. I'm just gonna use Cranko because it's my favorite one for stuff like this. Because sure. a lot of Cranko decks rely on Cranko. You turn their Cranko into a three-three. It's not like you killed it and put it back in the command zone so they can play it again. There it's not are... like you put it in the bin so you can reanimate it and get it back. It's still sitting there, but now it's a three-three and it sucks. And they have to get it killed. They have to waste resources or time or, or sack it, it and then have to spend the mana on it again yeah. anyways. They have to go through hoops to get that thing back. That's so right. This is a cool card. And you know what's interesting? This is the, this is a good card to kind of kick that that s- design space off with because they've done that a few times in this set. We've got cards like Turn to Frog or Frogify in Prison in a Tower or something is the Rapunzel card. And there's another one that deals with the transformation into a 3-3. There you go. So there's a bunch of that in this set. I think Wizards is kind of tapping into that space where you don't want commanders to die you don't want them to get zoned and you don't necessarily want them to get bounced if they have etb abilities like lots of commanders do now with the way that the rules work the only way to air quotes get rid of a commander is to turn it into something else is to frogify it and here we go they're right on a planeswalker and that guy that one's got good abs shall i move on Sure. Next, next planeswalker. Do we have another one that isn't the Rowan from the dual deck? The dual deck Rowan can suck it. Then we have the Royal Scions. That's Will and Rowan. Yes, Kenrith. At the same time, it's another three mana planeswalker. Is it one for a five loyalty walker with three abilities? The first of which three mana five loyalty. Let's yeah. just, just, dude. Yeah. Read the rest of the card because it's not very good. <laughs> plus one is loot. Draw this card. Plus one target creature gets plus zero, plus two plus O and gains first strike and trample until end of turn. Minus eight, draw four. When you do, the Royal Scions deals damage to any target equal to the number of cards in your hand. So they're very medium. Draw discard doesn't actually further that minus eight because you're discarding the card. If it's just draw card, that would actually be really good. Draw a card at three mana. Yeah. They'd probably price that at four because that's really good. That's very good. On your Planeswalker. And then you have like a random out of nowhere make it, a dude. It's big. another plus, right? Yeah. And then a minus eight. So if you plus two to get to that eight in like three turns or whatever, it's like an extra couple points of damage, which is fine. I don't know. I don't it, know. It's not very powerful, but you know where it does go? It does go in your your planeswalker decks that have those colors because it does say draw a card on it, and that's gonna get you to more protection or more planeswalkers. That's what I think. It's a it's I don't know. It's whatever. It's a utility card. I'm not hype about it. Of note, the Planeswalker deck, Rowan, does have a minus nine that is Insurrection. 
and that it's win the game. So yeah, that that the card isn't very powerful for its other abilities or mana cost, but it starts at five and it's minus nine. So like its ultimate does win you the game, and all of the other planeswalkers that we've seen in the set don't have a win the game ultimate because I think Wizards is kind of steering away from that. I think they've realized that maybe that's not the best way to build planeswalkers. Yeah, when you have fifty of them in the same deck. It's just it's it's pretty oppressive unless the whole table like arch enemies the the super friends player yeah so I don't know that's kind of a welcome change it gives them a little bit of an interesting kind of way to design planeswalkers where their up and downs are kind of juxtaposed against each other sure yeah I I don't mind the ones that aren't just like uptick 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 win because you upticked a bunch of times right like I forget which ones are like that but there are some where it's well, like well all make... of all of the old school style ones if you ultimate them that you kind of just win yeah, like make and a dude make a dude make a dude all your dudes get plus 10 plus 10 in attack like, yeah when when you have like I said if you have 40 of those in the same deck because 5 color that uh, that doesn't make for very fun magic when you play against F.U. Smitty's Super Friends 5 color deck you like the, that that's the worst then that's why to make magic more fun for people to play and still letting people play Planeswalkers, they are kind of uptick, downtick designing Planeswalkers, which I think is a welcome kind of shift in philosophy. Yeah, yeah. I dig that too. Okay. Talk about some other stuff. No. We got a deck giveaway. Oh, okay. Feline Ferocity, sealed in the box, Commander 17, Cat Tribal, whatever you want to call it. We're giving it away. What we were asking people to do is interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Send us in a story when something was good or when you thought something was good, but you totally got blown out. Like if you got back into the game and you're like, oh, this used to be good. I'm going to I'm gonna put back together my red black deck. Ranched on. Yeah. So we so what, had... What, you, what is dredge? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we had a ton of stories. We compiled the stories, threw them all into one giant big CCO hat, Pulled out some names. Pull, pull out a name. A name. <laughs> we have one deck, sorry. Yeah. Winner of Feline Ferocity C17 deck for free. Get at us, commandercookout at gmail.com with your address. So we can you've, mail it to you. You've got two weeks. Yeah. Matt Jorgensen. Buckle of the air horn. Yeah, that's it. So Matt sent us in a story. I looked it up. I searched through everywhere that his name could have been and... He started playing Kitchen Table Magic, built a black-white cleric tribal deck, and tried to play it in Legacy. <laughs> totally got blown out, <laughs> which is so awesome. That's so great. My and deck is good. No. Yeah. So not in Legacy. It's not. He says C16 rolls around with the partner commanders. He got, I assume, he says the black-white ones that were both clerics were Timna the Weaver and Ravos Soul Tender. Black-white clerics for his deck and he got to build a new deck and that's kind of what we were talking about with our squad hawk deck and my kind of old school fallen out of favor mono red kind of dragon voltron deck yep so it, it was very fitting that we got exactly that story with the decks that we did during the arc it kind of put a bow on top plus it's funny and then he took a legacy deck to the Air quotes, legacy deck. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute, this is terrible. And turned into a probably serviceable EDH deck. Which is actually what old legacy and modern decks can very feasibly turn into. Yeah. So he's kind of recycling something old into something new and fun. Dig it. Very much so. Matt, get after us. You can send us a Facebook message or 
commandercookout at gmail.com and we'll get you if we have them because it's been a nightmare new cco sticker to go along with your feline fur osity all right let's talk about the rest of the set we usually go alphabetically by color starting with white um the first card that i want to mention i'm going to mention real fast and then we can just avoid it acclaimed contender is a knight there are lots of knights knight tribal if you're looking to build Night Tribal, here's your set. That's all I'm going to say about it unless we hit a card that's specifically good. You know what? I'll expand on it just a little bit. Very high fantasy, Arthurian, fairy tale, blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows, right? There's We're... only so many fairy tale characters, but there's so many knights. Yeah, we we are the last set reviewers to say that. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about the top-down design? We've had air quotes, fairy tale before in Lorwyn, and we've had other top-down designs a la Theros, uh, Amonkhet, Innistrad. You like top-down like this, or do you like the more generic, like, adventure world, like when we go back to Zendikar? What do you like? Uh, I really enjoyed the flavor of Amonkhet and Innistrad. Yeah, I, I did, but I think that's because both of those sets were more in my wheelhouse, and while I really do like the fairy tales and the grim and the... The Shrek, I think people are calling this. Yeah, Shrek set. Shrek. I do enjoy it in this set. I like that it's calling back to stuff that's like what I know, and this is kind of... It's relatable, right? Because it's right on the head, right? Yeah, they hit the... Every nail has been hit on the head. And that was a lesson they learned in doing high fantasy in Lorwyn and kind of not hitting it on the head and calling it... Fairy tale? You just call it what it is, and they just did it this set. And, I, and then Innistrad hitting it right on the head like they're doing with Eldraine. I'm sure lots of people have already mentioned this. This is nothing earth-shattering, but I do agree with the sentiment that I don't think that the aesthetic of this set necessarily fits in generally with what they've been doing with magic for a long time. And that's just aesthetically, that has nothing to do with mechanics. It's just, I, I think it's refreshing. It yeah. doesn't all look hyper-realistic, and there isn't 2,800 different Seb McKinnon arts. Yeah. And I'm totally cool with it not fitting in because it further differentiates, hey, here's a set that's standalone. This isn't the Gatewatch. This isn't what we've been doing. This isn't wars. This isn't all the crap we've been doing for the last five years. Here's something new and different and stand on its own and it even looks like it does that so in that way i really appreciate it and the story did sound good i listened to some summaries like vorthos cast and i've done some reading and the story is good cool yeah so just a bonus that they they've fit in the cards with a great story or vice versa however that works right so cool first card first card we, i know you acclaim contender we didn't really talk about it f yeah. that there's lots of knights play knight tribal That's first right. real card Archon of Absolution, I think you wanted to talk about, right? I did. 3-2 with flying for white 3. Protection from white. Creatures can't attack you or planeswalk. You control unless their controller pays 1 for each creature. This solidifies that protection is back. Yep. Because it, it, it screwed off for a while. And it's essentially a ghostly prison on a 3-2 flyer. That's so a cool picture. Yeah. Neat card. Yeah, cool card. At Uncommon. I don't know if that's relevant because as commander players, like we're not sh sure we might open packs or super packs. And not get cards if they're at uncommon or rare, but I don't know if that matters, does it? I don't. We're think We're just gonna so. buy singles anyways. Yeah, this is right? this is gonna be a twenty-five cents. I think Ghostly Prison and Propaganda were both uncommons, so it do you see those? Fits in. Do you see those cards dipping in price because of this? No. Okay. No. <laughs> not at all. I want to talk about Bartered Cow as my funny art. It's the the kid. It's Jack selling his cow for some magic beans. Oh, I didn't get that. And why this is funny, here's why this is funny, is that cow is clearly magical, and that kid's an 
idiot for selling it. <laughs> you had me a Jack selling his cow for beans because there's a bunch of beanstalk and magic bean references in the set. There you go. Top down, baby. I, I, see, I appreciate that. I appreciate storytelling in art and flavor text and titles of cards. I, I think that that's a, such a creative way to help magic feel like it has a lot of depth. Agreed. Okay, good. We can agree on at least one thing. Yes. Doesn't happen every day, so don't get used to it. Charming Prince. People were talking about this. Uh, apparently, it's Reed Duke. He's a magic player of notable fame. Whatever. He was just inducted into the Pro Tour Hall of Fame. Good for him. Never heard of her? Yeah, I've never heard of him at all. 2-2 two, two for 2, Charming Prince is. Human Noble. Enters the battlefield, choose one. Scry 2, fine. Gain 3 life, fine. Whatever. Exile another target creature you own. Return it to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of the next end step. Hello. <laughs> there we Yeah, it's another flicker card. Put him in Brago? Yeah. It's a, it's I, a, I like how it gives you choice, and it gives you an out if you need a scry. He's like another flicker wisp. Oh, so yeah. he'll so he'll probably see some modern play or whatever. But Is that a thing in modern? I, flicker wisp? I don't know. He's in a deck. It's in a deck. Uh, bah, 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 bah. It's a white uh, da, 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 death and taxes. Plays... Flicker Wisp, this guy's kind of like Flicker Wisp with a smaller front end, bigger back end, and a more versatile ability. Ability sweet. Yes. Let's talk about Deafening Silence. Let's do this. You, you like that one? I like the art, and I like the card. It may or may not find a home in a Traxa. I'm not sure yet. Stacks Traxa. Stacks Traxa, okay. because I don't, I'd like to play more than one non-creature thing a turn, so that might hurt me, but it you is. Just, you just have to find ways to leverage it. Yeah. That's what Stacks is about, is finding a way to leverage or break parity. It's an enchantment for one. Each player can't play more than one non-creature spell each turn. So that kind of already exists in Hate Bear creature form. So this being one mana versus the creature being at two. Does that matter? Maybe? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It don't comes know. out on turn one, and then maybe people forget about it for a while. It's or you gonna, can. It's going to shut off aggro decks or elf ball type decks and stuff, right? Well, elf ball plays a bunch of elves. Oh, yeah, non-creature yeah. spell. Yeah, so it's it's whatever. It's fine. It's a cool card. I'm going to try it, but I don't have super high hopes. Okay. Do you want to read the novel that is Happily Ever After? Do you want to read that? I'm going to read it, and I'm going to slam dunk it right into the garbage can. Enchantment, white two, Happily Ever After. When it enters the battlefield, each player gains five life and draws a card. Next paragraph. At the beginning of your upkeep, if there are five colors among permanents you control... There are six or more card types among permanents you control and or cards in your graveyard and your life total is greater than or equal to its starting life total. You win the game. F this card. Oh my God. That is a bunch of abilities to jump through. You want to say five color ultimate win condition tribal? Just bring back coalition victory. I was just going to say this is kind of like coalition victory, except it's easier to cast and draws you a card. Yeah. Like but it draws everybody card. Just bring back, if you're going to do this, just bring back Coalition Victory. It's the same damn card with more hoops. It sucks. It's a trap. Don't play it. You know what you're going to say when, when they bring back Coalition Victory and you lose to it? You're going to say, <laughs> fuck, I hate Coalition Victory. I do. I do. But they're, if they're going to print it, just print it. Don't give me this half measures crap. Don't go halfway to, oh, here it is. Just print the freaking card. Here's the thing. They've come out and said that white gets symmetrical card draw. You know what color doesn't need symmetrical card draw? White? Yeah, because every other color can draw cards. Because yeah, every color has an advantage <laughs> over it. Why? What are you doing? So, so I'm white. I'm white. I see your advantage, sir, other color, 
draw more card advantage. <laughs> it's not card advantage. <laughs> it's card disadvantage. Yeah. It, when it, my opponent, plural, but my opponent draws three cards and I draw one. And you're playing a bunch of one ones and two twos, and they also gain five life. Oh, like maybe man. that five life is a. Remember yesterday when we were talking about Linden, and I said, "Draw me a card for each creature with power one or less." Yeah. Draw me a card for each soldier I control. Yeah. Each cat token. Each soldier. Whatever to it each is, yeah. soldier token with power one or less. Like, let's just make it as narrow as we can. Print that, not this. Yeah, we actually have to pay extra mana with Mentor of the Meek and play small creatures. That's how we draw cards in white. And you know what? We're fine with it. Just give us anything. <laughs> just... We're fine with Mentor of the Meek. Give us Mentor of, like, the Geek and just put Mentor of the Meek in fucking glasses and we'll happily play two of that card. Yes. I'll bet you that this is the extended art foil I get in my super pack. Oh, God. I'll... I'm going to... Just, I will. Oh. I'll bet it is. I will take all my clothes off and streak through the neighborhood if that happens. <laughs> Speaking of taking all your clothes off, okay. Next card. Do you want to talk about Hushbringer? I do because I'm actually pumped for. I'm pumped about this card on every level. I think it's a cool card. I think the art is super amazing, and I like what it does. It is a one-two flying life-linking fairy for white one creatures entering the battlefield or dying don't cause abilities to trigger or dying. Or dying. Ooh, that's a spicy little nugget. That right is a there, spicy eh? meatball. I like it. Cool art. I think that the artist of this card has done some rather provocative art outside it, of Magic the Gathering. You can look them up if you feel so inclined. There's probably some pretty racy stuff. I'm okay with this. It, it's and it's one of those standout art pieces, but not done by old Seb. Yeah, no Seb. Oh, fewer Seb in this set than other contemporaries. I think Seb was more commissioned from what I've seen to do kind of the, the bigger banner pieces to as somebody scrolling through their Facebook feed or their YouTube or whatever and they see one of those videos or magic posters because they're, they're crushing it with their marketing campaign right now. Seb really makes you say, Ooh, what is that? I don't want to go look at it if I don't know what magic is. Now you could, Seb is going to get you. You could say that that's why there's less Seb. You know what I'm going to say? Your boys, I, Ryan and Brando? I think he's scared of a CCO Nation because we've been dunking on him so much. Oh, yeah. He's just like, you know what? I'm taking a break. I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this promotional material. Does that mean that we're no cyber bullies? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it just means we're cyber influencers. We're influencing, Ryan. Oh, like an Instagram chick? Yeah. We're like Instagram models. Yeah. Sweet. Instagram model cam girls. <laughs> Went straight there. What about hey, Harmonious Archon? Yeah, I was just going to say, like let's one? talk Harmonious Archon. I do like this one. It's a four, five... For white, white, four with flying, non-Archon creatures you control have base power, or non-Archon creatures, that's everybody's, have base power and toughness of 3-3. Three, three. When it comes into play, you get two one one white human creature tokens, or 3-3 three, three human creature tokens, because you have Harmonious Archon. I think it's cool. You, do, do you worry about it buffing your opponent's team if they're playing little guys? Sometimes. But I feel like when you're playing it in the deck, I think that was in mind when they printed this. And I'm again relieving limited and all that stuff out of it. If you're gonna play it in the EDH deck that this probably would go in, it's probably gonna be a token deck with some green in it, where you're gonna have sapperlings and plant tokens and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they're three threes. Buff I, your own guys. I think it's cool. He comes into play, he gives you what? Ten power worth of dudes for six mana across yeah. three bodies. That's really cool. That's good for six. All right, what's next? Okay, what do we got? Let's 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 do some scrolling. I know where I'm going. Mother ass realm. Cloaked Giant, our first adventure card. I love adventure. I love adventure. So I mean in real life. I don't know about if I like it in magic yet. <laughs> I'm just talking about in real life. I love adventure. I love both. 
I'm not a huge fan of flying because I used to fly so much with work. You like it. When we travel together, it's fine. I think that uh, between your dislike of it and my way too much like of it, we equal one regular person that's happy to be on vacation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. fine. Like he yeah, says. Yeah. Also, F the price at airports when we want to buy like $10 beers. Yeah. Yeah. We don't like that. No. Okay. No. no. We're, we're cool. Okay. So Realm Cloak Giant 77 for seven. So he's on point. Sure. Sure. Giant, which is cool. Cast off is a sorcery adventure. Ooh. Ooh. Now that, that is a subtype, not a super type. So anybody who's saying, oh, it's a new card type. No, it's not. That's like artifact food. It's, art, it's just like artifact creature. Right. It's it's a subtype. So that's the first thing about adventure ruling that I've seen some people be confused about. Okay. It's a subtype. Cast off is a sorcery for white, white, three, and says destroy all non-giant creatures. Then in parentheses, brackets, whatever, then exile this card. You may cast it. You may cast the creature from exile. So while it's in your hand, you pay white, white, three, blow up all the stuff, and it goes into the adventure zone. Which is exile, but you have to remember that you can cast it from the adventure exile. Zone. Yeah. The adventure zone. Yeah, and I like then that. You can cast Realm Cloak Giant for White White Five from the adventure zone, and now you have a seven seven Vig. Seven seven Vigilante Giant after you've destroyed all non giant creatures. This goes straight into Brian Stoutarm because he's a giant, so he's not going to get destroyed. Then later on in the game, I can have a seven seven Vig that I can just attack and block with, and if I just need to fling him for seven life, fling him for seven life. <laughs> Of note, if something, let's say, in your hand or in your graveyard with adventure gets exiled, it doesn't have that clause that you can cast it. That's the uh, exile zone, not the adventure zone. Yeah, that is actually a good way to think of it, even though that's not technically how their game <laughs> rules work. That's a good way to think of it, is it goes to the adventure zone. So, you know, you know, like when you when you play your graveyard and it's like the same direction as all your other cards. Right. Then when you exile something, you kind of turn it sideways. Yeah. You could, in the exile adventure zone, you could like turn the card upside down. Sure. Just as a way to kind of physically manipulate the card so you understand that this one was exiled with adventure. Yes, and not just by some D-bag exiling your stuff. That's that's right. And the other thing I wanted to mention about adventure, just because it, it has been confusing, it's sort of like the, the gods that are enchantment creatures. Sort of, in that the creature that has adventure is a creature everywhere in all scenarios except for when you cast it and it's on the stack as an adventure. Then it's an instant or sorcery and not a creature. It is only a spell there. Only an instant or sorcery there. Dig it. So it's an instant or sorcery when it's on the stack and you're casting its adventure. It's a creature everywhere else, including cool. the adventure zone after it's been exiled. And it never hits your graveyard either. So it's not, no graveyard shenanigans there. I dig that. Okay. That's fun. That's the rules on adventure, everybody. So if you're confused, you can just Google it. Yeah, that's one thing you can Google. Yeah. Moving along, we should hit blue because we've talked about a lot of white cards. Yeah, I thought white was your favorite color. Shut up. Just real quick, trapped in the tower is Rapunzel. Enchanted creature can't attack or block and its activated abilities can't be activated. And you can only enchant a creature without flying. There's a better version of that card already printed. It's called pacifism. Uh, but pacifism lets it use its activated abilities. Oh, what about chain to? Is it chain to the rocks? Ghostly prison? Go uh, no. Um, what about white white one? Recumbent and, bliss. And you can just move it around. Prison term. That's the one. That's it. That, yeah. That, so this is another one like that. This one doesn't let it use its activated abilities. Prison term costs 
three and it's probably better this is kind of a pacifism effect but cool flavor yeah. and it is going to shut off somebody's commander like we were talking about earlier in the episode yes yeah very cool all right blue it is brazen borrower as big a deal as people are making it out to be people are pretty hard for that card i've heard lots of talk and lots of chatter about it that card is going to be a menace in standard for the next two years is what people are saying for us it's not our card yeah th th that card is not for us so if you if you open one of those or if you get one and it's still got a hefty price tag for standard players immediately offload it and pick up something for commander because people are going to play that card in standard and that's all i'm going to say okay Charmed Sleep is another kind of prison term card. I'm just, I'm going back to that because there's a lot of flavorful ways that they can just say, shut off your commander when they, when they do like a top down set like this. I'm actually going to point out something I don't usually talk about on the show, but I just like it when they print cards like this and didn't say please. One, <laughs> that, that's a great card name and it count, it's blue, blue one counter target spell as controller puts the top three cards of their library into their bin. The card isn't spectacular, but I do like when they print kind of limited focused com control spells counter spells like that where they you pay a little premium to do counter spell and then you do another thing it, it goes into the thing that like your deck is interested in doing yeah kind of like the mana rock for three that gives you any color that does something else that your deck is interested in doing it, 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 it it's like a flavor counter spell like i'm gonna play that one in my mill deck because it mills you yeah you, you know what i mean like it's yeah. just i just like that one. okay this is what I have to say about didn't say please. F you, Smitty. This is your replacement for cancel and for the rest of CCO Nation. This is a, a suitable replacement for cancel unless it's an F you middle finger cancel from the Thursday altar auctions. <laughs> Keep playing those all day. Yep. Up every Thursday on our Facebook page. How about Frogify? That's Frog just going to turn a creature into a 1-1 with no abilities. It's another commander shutter offer and it has great art. I love it. Great. That used to be some noble person and now he's a frog when i first heard the the shrek thing i didn't i was like whatever guys like you're just making fun of it and then i saw this kind of like, okay maybe that one that's like the <laughs> one because that's obviously fiona's dad is that a thing oh, i don't I oh don't yeah know. that's definitely Fiona's remember dad. our talk on the pre-show a couple of weeks ago or was like yeah i don't watch like movies i've seen shrek one and two and that's it yeah i don't know whatever mirror made I like it. You like that one? Enters the battlefield as a copy of any artifact or enchantment in play. It's blue, blue one. I do like that a lot. So we've got like Phyrexian Metamorph, creature artifact for, let's call it three and two life. We've got copy artifact and copy enchantment at two each, but and one of those is reserve listed. Yeah. So Mirror Maid is gonna do either at the premium of one extra blue mana. It's good, right? I think it's cool. That's good. Yeah. And I bet you you're gonna copy... An enchantment that costs more than three, yeah. like a Marari's Wake or a Doubling Season. Zendikar's Resurgence. Resurgent. Oh, man, right? Or if you're going to copy an artifact, you're going to copy one that maybe taps to give you three mana, like a, a Mana Vault or Grim Monolith. The Lotus Bloom? Lotus Gilded Lotus. Gilded Lotus. Yeah, that's right. That's the one. Yeah, that Why would not? be good. Or or something just crazy big and powerful like a mere battle sphere. Or a worm coil engine or Ooh, those are good those are good at like six and seven mana. Yeah. Never mind three mana. <laughs> the only cost is I have to play it in my deck. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> mirror maiden, it turns out it's gonna be a good card. What else we got? Oh, here's here's the Ryan and Brando card for the set. Yeah, we've decided we're gonna try and find one of these in every set for you guys. So here's here's this here's this year's. Runaway together. <laughs> <laughs> Look at 
fancy art. No, it's it's Brando and Ryan running through the field with the flowers and everything. Like we're running through the a gunfight in a John Woo movie. You tell us on maybe on Twitter or on YouTube which one's which. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to like I'll, I'll alter little CCO shirts on them. <laughs> okay, last blue card. Turn into a pumpkin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, way funnier uh, than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. You you bounce a couple things, or you bounce a thing, draw a card, adamant. If at least three of the same color, in this case blue, were spent to cast it, you make like a food. Yeah, whatever. that's fine. That's what adamant does. That's another mechanic in the oh, set. Yeah. It's what it ma- it makes the colors you use to pay for the spells you play matter. Whatever. Yeah, I feel like the the mixed in just mechanics of this set are very limited oriented, and adamant doesn't actually give you any meaningful bonus for commander. Just like if it was good, it's just a little bit better now. Yeah, it's whatever it yep. is. Okay, black. What do you think for black? Black is looking kind of good. I think green is going to be the best color in the set, but um, black looks fine. Like uh, like Clackbridge troll. Clackbridge. Holy crap, Clackbridge Troll is an 8-8 trampling, hasting troll for Black Black 3. When it comes into play, target opponent gets three zero one white goats. At the beginning of combat on our turn, your turn if you control this thing, any opponent may sack a dude. If a player does, you tap it and you gain three life and you draw a card. What the fuck? So... It can never attack because people are just going to just, just assume that it's never going to attack because people will just not want to take eight. They're going to want to sack a creature so you can gain three life and draw a card. The sacking three life ties into food because that's what you get for sacking a food. And the troll is eating that creature as that gets sacrificed. When they're eating the billy goat's gruff as they go across the bridge. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yep. And then we draw a card. I don't know. Like The goats just like, are they carrying like a pack of... They must have like a, a supplies, a supply sack or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, good card. Good card. Good it's card. If you want to card. give your your opponents creatures too, right? For whatever reason, that's probably a thing. There, there are situations where you'd want to do that. Probably, yeah. I don't know. Eight eight four fives that have trample and haste are good. Yeah. See Hogak. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I get it. It's not Hogak, but yeah, it's fine. Being an eight eight trampler doesn't hurt. No. Unless you're my opponent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How about foreboding fruit? Can we call this? I've seen this online a few times. Read the scones, feed the bones. What is this? Get out. Okay, moving on. <laughs> it's not as good as as those, and it's certainly not Night's Whisper or Sign and Blood. Yeah, target player draws two, loses two life. Adamant. If you spend black, black, black on it, you get a food. Ooh, so worth it. Whatever. It it offsets the two life. Whatever. <laughs> Dude, murderous rider. That is our next adventure card give it a read okay murderous rider is a black black one two three zombie relevant knight becoming relevant yes life linker when it dies put it on the bottom of its of its owner's library and it is also an adventure instant called swift end black black one destroy target creature or planeswalker you lose two life hero's end that i can just spend three on later to get a two three life linker that's very cool. That's also a zombie. The only knock, of course, is it's a zombie that gets tucked. It's fine. Yeah, we're shuffling. We're playing some black card draw. And it has a cool picture. 
How about our friends over at Commander's Brews preview card, Revenge of Ravens. Enchantment for black three. Whenever a creature attacks you or a planeswalker you control, that creature's controller loses one life and gains one life. That's going to shut off one power creatures, and it's going to, if you get attacked by a two power creature, you'll go down one and I'll go down one. That's a vicious art for mad for current magic too that's like eyeballs are getting pecked out. it's a guy with his eyeball pecked out by a bird and then the bird's like talking shit about him after he's, he's like oh you're crying like a bitch why are you crying like that yeah look at that look at that that raven over his shoulder it's, it's only one eye it didn't even taste good why are you crying like whoa <laughs> i'll tell you ravens not as mean as canadian geese Nothing's as mean as Canadian. And my bird. house, my house is like surrounded by them because it's like migrant migrating bird season. Oh, I hate them November first, so baby. It opens up and they'll be like bullets whizzing past my house in every direction. <laughs> Thank you, hunters. <laughs> Some of those bullets might be for me. I might just buy a gun and just try and kill them all, and then get in trouble because you're not allowed to kill them all. Yeah, only like sixty-seven per day. <laughs> Red. 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 Bone Crusher Giant. That's going to see play in multiple Eternal formats, I've been told. Moving on. Let's move on to, uh, just because I like Claim the Firstborn. I just, like, look at that. Really like it. I really like that, but what am I going to steal? It's Rumble Stiltskin stealing a baby, man. Give me that shit. It That's is. What it says. Yeah, you know what, I, you know what I wish it was? I wish it was, um, what's the what's the Rumble Stiltskin black creature? Rankle. 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 Is that Rankle? Or is this a goblin? That's what a, is Rumpelstiltskin? What is he? He's just a little deformed, mean little man. Mean is, he little man. A, is he a leprechaun? Is he an oof? Is he a goblin? Is he a fairy? What is he? I don't know. What the hell is Rumpelstiltskin? It's like in Disney. What is Goofy? If Pluto's a dog. What's Goofy? Goofy is also a dog. Pluto's a dog. We don't want to get into why they're like that, Ryan. We don't. No. Nope. Probably something, nope. some kind of radiation treatment from the forties. Yeah, television. We don't know. Yeah, <laughs> television made him like that. Yeah, yeah. He must have been listening to Commander Cookout podcast. <laughs> what else do we like? Do we like Iron Craig feet? Add seven to your seven red to your mana pool, but you can only cast one more spell this turn. No. It's too bad. It's not an instant. Hey. And you know can why? You imagine. Do you know why I don't like that? Because it doesn't let you cast the shit that you want to cast with it. Yeah, like 17 more spells and then cast Empty the Warrens? Yeah. Or it, it, like, and none of the really big, big, big... Re- like, what are you going to get? You're going to get a big dragon that somebody's going to kill with a path. You know, know what? Let us know like on it. Twitter. Where are you going to put this card? Because it's it's undoubtedly powerful. It's cool. It's it's fine. Just it, Four mana to give you seven mana? Like, seven mana is lots. Seven mana is lots of mana. Especially in red. Maybe yeah. you just, like... Maybe you just Inferno... Maybe. That kills all creatures and deals seven to all players. It's probably good, right? Or is yeah. it six? Whatever. That's Whatever. lots. Yeah, you could roll an earthquake for six. You could do all kinds of stuff. What's the dragon from Corset 2020 that just like threes and threes and twos? Threes and threes and fours? Uh, is that I don't what know. It is? Yep. <laughs> what you said is better. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, I played her yesterday. Uh, that one. Yeah, that one. Is. She's good. But again, like you're going to ramp into it and someone's going to path it. It's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. What about Iron Craig Pyromancer? Sorry, I'm just I, there's, there's two cards right in a row. A zero four for three. Whenever you draw your second card each turn, Iron Craig Pyromancer deals three damage to any target. I like it. Not in red, but in red blue, where you can feasibly draw two cards on not your turn. Like this goes in Jorian Rune Diver. It goes in Niv Mizzet. It goes in anything that runs Brainstorm, for example. It's a cool card. I like yep. that one. Yep. Merchant of the Veil. Vale, are you gonna play that anywhere? 
That's the adventure, instant adventure that's got Haggle. Discard a card. If you do draw a card, then when you play it as a 2-3 three for 3, you can pay 3, discard a card, draw a card. I'm thinking about that card. I'm thinking about that card. You know what this card reminds me a lot of? Faithless Looting? Faithless Looting. <laughs> uh, Oops. Uh, yeah, whoopsie. Um, it's like, see, guys, we're going to enable your decks again. We're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. It's fine. Yeah, right, you buttholes. How about Robber of the Rich? We're kind of we're starting to get a little bit crunched on time, but this is a Reach Haste 2-2 two, two for 2. Mythic Rare for standard, I'm sure. Whenever Robber of the Rich attacks, just attacks. If defending player has more cards in hand than you, exile the top card of your library. During any turn you attacked with a rogue, you may cast that card and you may spend mana as though or mana of any color to cast that spell. It's what? fine. It's you fine, can just exile a card every time you attack with him because he's a rogue. Yep. And you can just cast this card that's in exile. Yes. That's just another thing in your exile zone that you have to keep track of. Yes. How long is it going to be before we have another zone? How long? Well, there's already the adventure zone, and then there's the command zone, and there's the exile zone, and there's that we're going to play at this turn maybe zone. Yeah, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. All right. What about seven dwarves? Two, two for two. So we're already on bear rate. Right. Seven dwarves gets plus one, plus one for each other creature named seven dwarves that you control. A deck can have up to seven cards named seven dwarves. At me if you want me to alter one of every dwarf, <laughs> first of all. Second of all, this is a this is a nine nine for two if you have seven. That's pretty cool. This is I, I know that that's not going to be a thing in Commander, but what about in 60 card formats? Maybe. I just want to see a legacy deck with seven seven dwarves and just... Beat face, eat your heart out, Tarmogoyf type yeah. thing. It's, I mean, I think they're fine. They're scalable. They're cool. I think it would have been really neat if Wizards had a commission seven different arts. Oh, yeah. Old school style, it like back in Homelands and like Fallen Empires and stuff. Yeah, I think that would have been really, really cool. Yep. But Sailor V, here we are. This, do they go in your, um, your, your vehicle dwarf tribal, um, yeah. Gapala or whatever her name is? Yeah. From... You can, they can crew all sorts of shit now. Oh, yeah. The more you get, the better they are at driving stuff. Because <laughs> the, their dwarves are typically fairly short, so now they can reach the pedals better because oh, they're getting yes. bigger. Because they're yes, together. they can they can drive a smuggler's copter just by themselves. But if you get two of them, they can like drive a car. Three <laughs> of them, they can drive a semi. One guy's got to work the gear stiff. Yeah, four of them, they're driving a train. Yes, <laughs> yes. You get five of them, they can drive a blimp. <laughs> oh man, that is excellent. Uh, Beanstalk giant is the green giant. I'm yep. sure somebody's going to hear about that. Sure. I don't know. I think green is the best color but maybe not for commander i don't know i like i like gilded goose i know that you don't i like gilded goose just because animar and like the food token might actually help me because almost every single land in the deck deals damage to me sometimes <laughs> sometimes you just don't win on turn three sometimes you got to win on turn 10 and you've taken damage every single turn from your land that's never good i put yeah. myself to 16 in that deck by myself the last time i played it <laughs> i don't then, know then you won right Y yes. Yes, who cares? Oh, what you said. <laughs> Maybe Gilded Goose isn't... I don't know. I don't think it's good. I think they're just trying to... I don't want to say fixed Bob, because I don't think Bob is broken, but... It's funny that it's a bird. We should say what it does. It's an O2 for green flying. Enters the battlefield, you get a food. You can green one, tap, get a food. Or you can tap, sack, sack a food, sorry. Yeah. Get a man of any color. So essentially, you use your first food to make a man of any color, so it's like Birds of Paradise. Yeah. For our purposes, you would always just play Bird of Paradise. Yeah, I think maybe this yeah, is yeah. Maybe if, maybe if you need like that that ninth or tenth one drop mana dork, if you need that, that's what you played, and that's why I thought of Animar when I played it. 
or when I read it. Uh, I talk about the next card. Next card. I talk about this in most sets that we do. Here's the cat for the set that goes in the cat deck. Oh, the Wizards is very helpfully building for that us. We just gave away. There we go. Keeper of Fables is a 4-5 for green, green, 5. Whenever one or more non-human creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, draw a card. So cat deals damage, draw a card. Yep. Not terrible. Yeah. Could be played in other decks as well, but that's, it's a cat. Bro, so. that sounds like a white or Boros card. Yeah. Except they put it in green. 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 Sometimes green needs to draw cards for attacking with dudes. Why couldn't that be... I don't want to say why isn't it... Yeah, it's a white card. Why isn't that a white card? I wish it was a white card. We have an excellent green draw card in this set but before we get there kenrith's transformation enchantment aura etb draw card first of all of course let's just talk about drawing a card yep second of all enchanted creature loses all abilities it's a green elk and is a three three wreck target commander draw card that's what that card says yes so we're beast withinning at sorcery speed for less mana so okay we're we're about on point draw a card of course. Whoa, right? <laughs> that's cool. Sorcery speed, that's fine. I'm going to take draw a card in two mana. I'm happy it's uncommon also. Yeah. I mean, it, it couldn't have been a rare, but... Like... I think this is one of the, um, like, the F&M dark frame promos. Ooh. Yeah, so that'll look good in a dark frame, right? That'll look neat. Yep. Once in future. Give that a read for us. That's an adamant card. It is an instant for green three. Return target card from your graveyard to your hand. Put up to one other target card from your graveyard on top of your library exile it and then it has adamant if at least three green were spent to cast this spell instead return both the cards to your hand and still exile it exile the once and future yes so that sounds sort of like restock five mana sorcery speed two cards back to your hand exile it i don't think you exile restock sorry this is an instant i think restock is the exile one and they re they printed a functional reprint that doesn't exile itself oh no the the reprint of restock gets you permanence back. Uh, yeah. That's what it is. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, So this one exiles itself, fine. If you spend at least three green on it, you've got four mana, instant speed, restock. This is very good. Not terrible. That's a cool card. Right? Are, that's another, are, are we willing to trade? Are we willing to, you know, spend that mana? Like, I want to put this in my five-color deck. Can I reliably have three green mana of the four that I need to get instant speed, restock? Because I play Restock in my five-color deck. Eh. I'm going to try it. I think for for the times that it works, it's going to be great. Yeah. And for the times that it doesn't work, you know what? It's still an instant speed thing that gets you two cards back. Just one of them is slower. One of them you have to draw. Yeah, you do it at the end of their turn, and you just you fix a draw, and you get a card that you want. Like It's a cool... I, I, I like it a lot. Yeah, you fix your draw, or if something died or got discarded, what have you, milled, that you need to win the game, you end a turn... Once in future, draw my card, win the game. Our next thing we want to talk about is probably Return of the Wild Speaker. What a card. Instant. What's with the instants? Yeah, well, because green needs good instants. Yeah, it's fine. Green is the weakest card in Commander. It's the weakest color in Commander, Ryan. It is so one-dimensional, and it only does face smashy stuff. Everybody knows that. Green needs so much help at me. I thought that white did face smashy stuff. No. Green. Oh. I thought that green draws cards. No, that's blue. Oh. Let's see what this I thought, does. I thought green did graveyard recursion no. once in future. We just talked about that. That's black, Ryan. That's black. Oh. Oh, my God. Green just Sucks. has nothing. It's terrible, and it needs to be lifted out of the dregs and put where it belongs, like in the middle of the color pie. Well, how about 
What what's what's good guy Garrick at instant speed going to give us for five mana? He's going to give us the choice between two options. Option one is draw cards equal to the greatest power among non-human creatures you control. And option two is non-human creatures you control get plus three, plus three until end of turn. Ooh, so it doesn't target. So if you kill my biggest guy, I'm still going to draw equal to my next biggest guy. Yep. Cool. Second, kill you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like this card. That's a heck of a card. Uh, instant speed, not Rishkar's expertise. We know it's not, but uh, better than Soul's... Soul's Majesty, I think? D yeah, draw a card equal to your d this guy yeah. that you have Yeah. that doesn't target. Or Momentous Fall, which kills your guy. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. Pet peeve I have about cards like this. I'm not a big fan of the cards that are like Call of the Return of the Wild Speaker or Chandra's Butt Crack or whatever, where it's like a picture of a character doing something. I, and that's just me. I just don't like when they do the... It's a story spotlight moment. You don't like those? It's, There's like four or five every set or something? It's just not my thing. That's fine. Yeah. You know what? You said something's not your thing on the internet. And I said, that's fine. Wow. We should we we should cap that clip and just post it everywhere so that, you know, people can see that, that that's how that works. These people could shut their lips and learn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Changing the world one episode at a time. CCO podcast. What's our next card? Trail of Crumbs? I'm tall as a beanstalk? I'm just I'm just reading flavorful ones. I like Return to Nature. Wicked Wolf? Which one's Return to Nature? Return oh, to that's Na a reprint. Is it? Yeah, that was that's the third third time this card's been printed? No, it's not. The is first it? time was in War of the Spark. That's how many products we've got. Good lord. Yeah. The cool art. Um there it's, there is a, it's, a, a it's Cinderella's vehicle. it's Cinderella's carriage. Yeah, there's a vehicle that goes along with this and this is going back to nature. It's turning just into a pumpkin into again. Into a pumpkin with some wheels and mice. It, it, it Choose one, green one, instant, destroy an artifact, destroy an enchantment, or exile a card from a graveyard. Yeah, better, cool better naturalize. Yep. Straight up. Should we move on to some multis? Multicolors? Why not? Dance of the Mance? That's like um, the castle stuff being animated, right? Yes. That's when uh, Belle is in the Beast Castle and the... Furniture's dancing around. Be that our would, guest. Be our guest. That Welcome would scare the, the shit out of me. I would not let them dress me. I would not let them lock me in a room. I would not be like, hey, weird talking tea kettle. Do you want me to hang out with your strange beast man master that turned into a monster because he's all mean and everybody wants to kill him? No. I'd be like, I don't <laughs> think this is for me. I'm going to leave now. We didn't talk about the love struck beast. That's the beast. We didn't talk about it. It isn't green. It's fine. It's a standard card. So Dance of the Mance, blue, white, X, return X, target artifact and or non-aura enchantment cards, each with converted mana cost X or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. If X is six or more, so you would have to spend eight mana total, those permanents are four, four creatures in addition to their other types. Wow. So you got to spend lots of mana, but then you get a lot of beaters. You get a lot of stuff for you. That do other stuff because they're also artifacts and enchantments. Yes. There's probably some way to make that really good. You know, your your enchantments have become creatures or something. It's fine. It's fine. How about Escape to the Wilds? This seems like a, a little bit of a Brando card, but maybe just because it's Gruel. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because it's Gruel and it's got like a big hole in a wall where somebody's like, ah, fuck it. I'm going on a hike. That's what somebody that was, said right before that, that picture was, was painted. That was Omnath Kool-Aid smashing through a wall? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um... But here's the thing. I think this card is a trap. Oh, yeah? I do, because it's it, 
Scroll three, exile the top five cards of your library. You may play cards exiled this way until the end of your next turn, and you may play an additional land this turn. I just feel like you could exile a bunch of land and they're gone. Yeah. And you get... Your Omneth deck has like 40,000 land. That's true. So what do I need this for? I'll just play something that costs less that gets me both of them. Ooh, good counterpoint. Um, And then if I can't play all of the stuff that exiles or if it comes out at the wrong time, now some of your toolbox pieces or some of your big bombs or whatever are gone. Yeah. Here's the thing. This card would never be mono red because it says you can play an additional land this turn. But if this card was mono red, 100% snap playable, right? Play an extra land in red and exile the top whatever cards of your library. That's how red draws cards. Yeah. So that's the red side of it. If you happen to hit a land, you can play it. That's the green side of it. Green's got better ways to draw cards and you can't play it in mono red. So... Ah, maybe yeah. you're right. It, it's 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 got a cool picture. If I open one, I'll be like, "This is cool. I'm glad I have this." But I don't think it's a card that I'm gonna jump to play ever. What about Fabro Fabro Elder? Fabro Elder is zero zero for Celestia and one with Vigilance. Yes, it gets plus one plus one for each color among permanents I control. Yes, so it's a two two for three that taps for each color among permanents you control. Add one mana of that color. Yes, it does Bloom Tender, except it costs three. I think it's cool. I think this this is a non fifty dollar Bloom Tender for three mana. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with it too. And they added white to it so that it's a little bit trickier to play. Yes, but also gives you a better return on your investment than just Bloom Tender. Bloom Tender. Bloom Tender. Bloom Tender. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's not Bloom Tender in those super hyper tuned decks that want a Bloom Tender. It's not that because it costs three, but. For people that still want Bloom Tender and don't want to pay 50 bucks and want a little bit better return immediately, ooh, does a pretty good job. And late game, if you're playing it in the, I don't want to say the optimal Bloom Tender scenario, but like the best Bloom Tender scenario where you're tapping them for five, this thing's also a 5-5 five, five with Vigilance. Yeah, that you can attack with and block with and then still tap out. For five. For five. Yeah. For whatever, Factor Fiction. What Name your five drop instant, who cares? You could play Escape to the Wilds with it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we like in there's you know what in in all the multicolored cards there's a bunch of like cards that I would like to talk about but I don't want our show to be 17 hours like we've got inspiring veteran that gives knights plus one plus one we've got Lockmere serpent that's just a good value blue black beater seven seven for six with flash like hello outlaws merriment that gives you Robin Hood's merry men very flavorful very top down it gives you little John it gives you friar tuck or the other one uh will Scarlet, sure. Will Scarlet. I didn't even know that's who it was, but yeah, I mean, whatever, it's fine. Stormfish Crusader, Humanite. At the beginning of your upkeep, each player draws a card and loses a life. Put that right into your black red Punisher deck. Yep. Uh, d- does it go in? No, it probably doesn't go in uh, the wheel guy. Nekazar? Nekazar, do you think? No. Um, maybe, 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 I don't know. Cause if you have it and Nekis are like, they're drawing a ton extra cards and losing more life. It might go in Rakdos Lord of Riots because yeah. on my turn, you just lose a life. All your and, stuff costs three less and you can play your Rack Daddy. Yeah, this is, and I get to draw more cards. So you, but I'm just going to drop Eldrazi and you're going to drop whatever shitty card you drew. Yeah. I mean, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> Then we've got a bunch of like hybrid things. Again, these are maybe future callouts to returning to Theros and Devotion. 
So yeah, devotion's going to be not so cuckoo crazy insane with those, hey? Yeah, it, well, if they bring devotion back, that is. They will. Maybe they will. And They'll bring it back under a different name. <laughs> that's what they're going to do is that they can just be like, oh, I don't want to call with another mechanic, guys. Or, or just... they'll they'll um, they'll make it a little bit different, but just different enough that they'll have to write it out on the card. Like, the, like the adamant spell in this set that says, if you spent seven mana of the same color instead of three, like adamant says. Yeah. So these um these hybrid ones are any of us are any of them for us in commander? I don't I don't really see any that are really calling out the the the, the commander format, you know what I mean? No, I don't really think so. Oh I mean, no, hold on, sorry. Sorry, I interrupted. Four four thunderous snapper turtle hydra. There it is. Four four turtle hydra for sim um simic? Simic, simic, simic. Whenever you cast a spell with converted mana cost five or greater, draw a card. That's pretty good. That one's going in. That one's going into your Hydra decks, your Simic big creature decks. That one is going into that one's going into decks. That one's fine. I think I don't know. Okame Ranger is okay. He's a two two for four, which sucks. But you can tap him to give all your creatures plus one plus one, and you can sorcery adventure him for four to get two white white dudes. It's kind of shitty, but it's okay. That's fine. Yeah, it's an okay card. Can we talk about crashing drawbridge if we're getting into artifacts? We absolutely sure can. It's a zero four wall for two creatures you control gain haste if you tap it. That gives any color access to haste for two mana. Man, I wish that card had haste itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drawbridge. It does. It doesn't get sick from summoning. We'd hope. That's a weird one. That's a weird, weird sentient thing. That is why a is cool, that a creature? Cool thing, hey. Like, why is it a creature? They made it a creature so it wouldn't Didn't be able it. to have yeah. do the what, thing. Yeah. Have it enter the battlefield tapped. Oh yeah. Draw bridges down. Draw bridge goes up. Then the drawbridge comes down and other dudes down come out. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that is a cool card, and it and it's uh, it's not a fifteen or twenty whatever dollar concordant crossroads. That's true. Costs an extra mana. It's not a fifty-two cent uh, mass hysteria either. Oh man, I love mass hysteria. <laughs> All creatures gain haste for red. Nice. That card ruined games in my Zata deck in Vegas twenty eighteen. <laughs> Guy that likes to play EDH and Mato, he sometimes he just makes weird choices for things he includes in his decks. He just ran out of Concordant Crossroads against a Rakdos the Showstopper deck the other day. Oh, I wouldn't have done that. No. All creatures gain haste, and yeah. he just drops his demons and kills you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Is that how it happened? Yeah. Like, that's what... Yeah, and then, the de- then out comes Rakdos, out comes some other demon, Runescar demon, another demon, a whole bunch of stuff. He's swinging for 60. It was crazy. Cool. Yeah, man. Let's talk about Ginger Brute, because I'm disappointed. We're going to do my disappointed card. He's a 1-1 one, one with haste for one generic. One Ginger Brute can't be blocked this turn except by creatures with haste. That's the run, run as fast as you can. You can't get me on the Gingerbread Man. That's what that is. Two tap sack. You gain three left. He's also a food. I think that this card should have been printed just like that, except he should have had Devour One. <laughs> so you, could, you could devour him. Yeah. No, 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 no. So he, he could devour something else. He devours other stuff. He's a Ginger Brute, not a gingerbread. Yeah, man. He's not some little... You're implying he's a cannibal? Goddamn right I am. He's not some little punk ass gingerbread man look at that guy look at that dude you know what he did he smashed into somebody's house you know why he smashed into the house because he ate them and then they found him and he's going to get away you know what if this makes you feel any better he's not carrying loot the only thing he has is humans inside him don't google that do not maybe this will make you feel any better on our latest candid cookout segment on youtube i talked about yuriko the tiger's claw shadow whatever sure the dude who's playing that deck 
said Ginger Brute's going in there because he can't be blocked unless uh, by a creature who has haste. Cool. I don't know if that makes you feel any better, but that card is going to see play in EDH by somebody that we know. Neat. There you go. That, that That's fun. Enchanted Carriage is the next one. That was the that was the vehicle for the um, the vehicle deck and the Back to Nature pumpkin. It's a pumpkin carriage. There it is. I'm going to call this one a flavor fail. Oh, yeah? Because when it was a carriage, those mice were dudes. They weren't mice. They turned into dudes. One was a dude and one was a horse, right? I think so. I think so. So you should get like two like soldier tokens and then you don't have another friggin token human, human to tokens around. is what they do in this set i think yeah which is fine yeah you should have like, got a human and a pegasus or two humans just keep yeah, keep it simple it's keep two it simple. humans okay well what let's let's keep going we're gonna push through to the end lucky clover if we're playing adventure deck tribal there's some more scarecrows in here but none of them are like there's a jousting dummy scarecrow for two mana goes in reaper king signpost scarecrow that lets you pay two to turn a like two colorless into a colored mana geode geostone something from like dark steel was the last time we saw that effect yep so now we've got geostone kaleidoscope prismatic kaleidoscope look Mm. it doesn't matter yeah we've got that again in signpost scarecrow which is great Sorceress Broom. We've got the Fantasia Brooms. They're creepy looking. They're doing sorcerer stuff. We got Rumpelstiltskin Spinning Wheel. Yes. Or is that the Spinning Wheel from Sleeping Beauty? Uh, I'm going to say Rumpelstiltskin. I like this one because it is another in the long line of one mana of any color for a three mana mana rock. This one has an extra ability like a lot of them do. Five tap, tap target creature. Neat. Not terrible. Get a blocker out of the way. Tap somebody's commander so they can't kill you with it. You could... That's playable. Yeah, totally this, is, playable. this is a playable card. Sorcerer Spyglass makes a return. Hiya. Is that a thing? Yeah, man. That's a, is that a modern card? I have no idea. The Sorcerer Spyglass enters the battlefield. Look at the target opponent's hand. Choose any card name. Activated abilities of sources with the chosen name can't be activated unless they're mana abilities. It's a it's Oh, a yeah. Card. It was an Ixalan with, um, with a different art. Yeah, it's That's a real card. And this is a way cooler art, I think. Yeah, she's like under the water. Just got a little. It's like a periscope. Sorceress periscope. Yeah, that's what we're gonna call it. Let's move on. Let's get to the last two cycles, and then we look at the basics in these set reviews as well. So we've got a set of five castle lands, one for each color, of course. Castle Ardenvale, Embereth, Garenbrig, Lockthwain, and Vantress. So those are the five colored castles. They all entered the battlefield tapped, unless you can control a basic or sorry a plains or a forest or a mountain doesn't need to be a basic just needs to have that type a yeah i guess a land of like the adjoining color with a basic land yeah type, so essentially if, yeah so if i had like a a, a pain land it's a plains just whatever you any if i had a shock or, land or yeah. if i had a dual land yeah they come yeah. into play untapped fine white white two create a one one white human creature token that's the white one red red one creatures you control get plus one plus one is the red one Green, green to add six to my mana pool, six green. I can only spend it to cast creatures. Black, black, one, draw a card, then lose life equal to the number of cards in my hand. Blue, blue, two, scry, two. These are all serviceable, playable even. I ask you this, Wizards loves doing cycles, players love consuming and collecting cycles. Which one of these gets the most play? Which one goes into the most decks? Goes into the most decks? Yes, I think most people at this moment are probably thinking Castle Lockthwing because it draws a card. I would bet that as things settle and people, I'm going to say Castle Vantress or Embreath. Those are the ones that I like the most. 
That's the scry one and the plus one to your dudes one. Yeah. Which one gets activated the most? Probably Vantress. Vantress is the scry one, you think? You leave up all your mana to counter shit in blue, and then at the end of turn, scry two? Yeah. It's probably a good play. Yeah, it gives you the option, and the Embrith, like, I mean, you're but, not going to win the game right then, but you might. But you might. If you're playing it in Goblins, it's it gives you 100% more damage. It's the only one that lets you win the game right now when you cast... That one is almost like a little mini overrun for your, your token deck, yep. which Grill can do, Goblins can do, Rakdos can do, Naya can do... So that one's fine. Castle Garenbrig just lets you green more, right? It's a green more card. It's a green more card. <laughs> I, I, really, I guess you're only netting one extra mana off of it, too. Yeah. Like, it's one extra mana. But for the cost of nothing. I guess, yeah. Right? That's what makes it powerful, is yeah. you, you net one extra mana off of a Birds of Paradise or a Llanowar Elf, but... You have to spend that. You have to dedicate a slot in your deck to it, and you actually have to cast yeah. it. I just, this I heard, one you just put it into play. I heard a guy raving about it, like it was the new Cabal coffers, and it's like, dude, you get one mana. Dude, you get yeah. one. It says you get six, but it costs four. Four, and, and then you have to tap it. Yeah, so it's that costs you five, so you get six. So you get yeah, six you get conditional one. mana as opposed to five that you could use to cast anything else. Okay, I think they're all going to see play. They're all fine. They're all serviceable. They're all. Playable. Let's talk about the really important thing. Which one has the coolest picture? Yes, I love a good picture. I think they all have good pictures. I very much think that the white one, Ardenvale, looks a little bit like Minas Tirith. I was going to say the exact same thing. I think the Garenbrig looks like Pride Rock from Lion King. Lockthwain, the black one, looks like a giant Aladdin's lamp. And the Vantress one, I'm not sure how it's so top-heavy and doesn't fall over. But it, it worked in Masks Block. Yeah. It can work here. It looks like the doubling season from uh, Battle Bond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of <laughs> does. I like Pride Rock. Excellent. I like. I actually like Ardenvale, which is weird. I usually don't like the white one best, but I actually like that Minas Tirith. It looks like, very yeah. uh, regal and a nice place to be. Imposing, yeah. It's yeah, it cool. doesn't look like I'm going to get killed if I go there either. Which is also nice. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I mean, not I hate, it's not Chicago. Yeah, I hate getting killed. It's <laughs> not it's not Wisconsin in the winter. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Fabled Passage because we've hit Prismatic Vista with a fucking sledgehammer for weeks, and this is just shitty Prismatic Vista. So, but it's also better Terramorphic Expanse and Evolving Wands. Not good enough. I think that it is not good enough. Why is it not good enough? It's not good enough. Why not? You don't print something that's effing awesome and then print like a shitty version of it in the next product you don't do that you don't do that you don't print a 40 dollar card in a premium product that everybody wants and print a shitty version of it in the regular one that's literally you saying pay more scrubs when we talked in the last <laughs> show about the premium packs this is the goddamn shit that you end up with when you have a 10 dollar pack versus a 5 dollar pack Ooh, that's a hot take thank you Moving on. I do like the card, though. It's it, better it, Evolving Wilds. It is better Evolving Wilds if you get one. They're awesome. I'm just, under any other circumstances, I'd be pumped about it. The 5 or 10, this is what I'll say. This is my take. The 5 or $10 price tag that the non-foil version, the non-foil version of this card is going to ask of you, probably not worth it over and above or in addition to your Evolving Wilds or Terramorphic Expanses. If you're looking to play budget casual commander, which we advocate on this show, despite what people think of me. <laughs> I think that Prismatic, I think that Evolving Wilds, Terramorphic Expanse are fine. This is just bonus if you happen to open one. Yeah. And those foil extended art ones from the Super Packs. Are with so much Oh, money. baby. Oh. God, I hope I open one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, tournament grounds is cool if you're building a night card that or a night deck that has a bunch of equipment in it. They're already pushing it. Let's talk about basics real quick because we're out of time. Basics. I actually like this part of the show. I like when we're looking at the whole set in collector number order. The first two planes I like. You like those ones? Uh, Very high fantasy storybook looking. Neat. Yep. I like the first and last island. Okay. Very very sunny, and then the other one is very storybook looking, like children's book. Yep. The third swamp is like that as well, and so is the fourth one. Okay. The mountains, I could take it or leave them. The last one's cool, and the last forest is awesome. That is excellent. It's got like those um, very megalithic. Monolithic? Monolithic henge style rocks with some trees, and they're just they're just fantastic. Yeah. For for me, I like the fourth planes. It reminds me of the field of roses that the <coughs> sorry the guy had to ride through to get to Sleeping Beauty's tower. I just oh, think yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. I like the second island. It screams adventure to me. Like I want to know what's over there in that uh, on that island. I'm very excited to know what's there. I like the first swamp because it's very swampy it's, looking. It's just a. I think it's a pretty picture, and I like pretty pictures. I'm not high on really any of the mountains. I like that last one. And I like the first forest. It's very deep in the woods, and those mushrooms on the left-hand side are real cool. Yeah, I yeah, I like that. I like the color scheme in that one. Lots of nice blues and greens in there. I would I would appreciate painting that one. Boom. Now there are a bunch of super pack alternate art cards. There are some brawl deck specific cards. We're not going to go into those in depth because we have crushed the time this week and we do have a ton of videos to record after this what we will say is this when we open up our super packs believe you me we will be posting about our awesome in my case and terrible in brando's cases pulls mm -hmm. and you'll see those on twitter facebook and our youtube channel so frequent those at cco podcast and at cco brando on twitter commander cookout on facebook and YouTube, you can search Commander Cookout or CCO Podcast. Yes. You can also find us on our official sponsor, face2facegames.com. They're Canada's biggest magic store. Congratulations again to... Matt Jorgensen. The winner of our Feline Ferocity deck. Get at us at any kind of social media. We'll get your deck sent off to you. Thank you very much for sticking with us. It's been a great time. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And we're going to see you back next time for a new arc of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Ooh.